most trusted voice in professional wrestling. Look at this! More than four decades behind the mic. Plain and simple. With unrivaled success in broadcasting. From ringside to the boardroom. To the New York Times bestsellers list. What an impact! Keen insight with a sharp tongue. And if they're smart, they'll listen. Westwood One Podcast Network presents the Jim Ross Report. (laughs) With WWE Hall of Famer Jim Ross. And now, the man himself, good old JR. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Jim Ross Report. Slobberknocker Audio is up and running. We're glad that you're with us. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in, shall we say. I'm in Nashville today recording this program, where uh, the King and I on Thursday night will be at Zaney's. If you're in the Nashville area and you're hearing this for Thursday night, well, I'd like to invite you personally to come join us. We have... VIP and GA tickets still available at the box office at Zany's in Nashville. So with that said, I've got uh, Hattie B's uh, hot chicken on my menu, probably some Jack's Barbecue downtown Nashville. And uh, so I've got a very exciting, exciting lead up to the show on Thursday night. Uh, But the biggest and most exciting thing that we have going for us is the fact that the greatest wrestler of all time will be joining me today on this program. The Nature Boy, Ric Flair, two Hall of Fame rings from WWE. If there is a wrestling Hall of Fame on earth, Ric Flair should be in it. Uh, and I, we will talk about a lot of things. His health, an update on that. Uh, SummerSlam, a lot of cool things. So uh, stay tuned. You're gonna, I think you're going to really enjoy this conversation. I look at it, it rem- when we were finished recording it, folks, I felt like... It was a typical car trip for the nation. I, we talked football, we talked women, we talked food, we talked drinking, we talked wrestling. It just brought back so many memories, and uh, I think you're gonna have fun with it. So, uh, thanks for that. But right now, you know what's next. You know exactly where we're going with this thing, right? Here's what's on my mind. Let's kick it off with uh, my thoughts on the passing of Jim the Anvil Neidhart. Man, I'll tell you, since uh, Leon White, Vader, Brickhouse Brown, gosh, Brian Lawler, God bless him. God bless all these guys and their families. Uh, And now uh, we have, you know, this situation, Jim Neidhart dying suddenly. And uh, so... I have great memories of Jim Neidhart long before he became a member of the Hart Foundation, actually. Bill Watts was running Mid-South Wrestling. Uh, Stu Hart and the Cowboy would converse and exchange talents here uh, quite often. As a matter of fact, Bill got the junkyard dog from Calgary Stampede Wrestling. So you got, uh, you got Jim getting booked, big, strong, green-as-grass guy. But Jim was also a world-class shot putter. Cowboy's youngest son, Micah, was a hell of an athlete. Injuries caught up with him, but he was a hell of an athlete and had the chance, from what the experts say, to be one of the best young shot putters uh, in America. Well, uh, Cowboy knew that Jim was a world-renowned shot putter with records in California, full track scholarship to UCLA. And so uh, Bill not only uh, had Jim in the territory, they ended up teaming with Butch Reed, Hell of a good team, too, by the way. Good heels. They were not afraid of getting heat. They liked being a villain. They didn't want anybody to to cheer them. 
They do not encourage uh, fan, positive fan interaction. They like being villains. And that was before the, the groundswell took over, like, selling T-shirts. So I can't really be that bad a guy. They won't buy my shirts, which is somewhat ridiculous. That's, got, wrestlers that say that are believing their own publicity. And they're naive. But Jim the Anvil Neidhart and Butch Reed were outstanding heels. And in Louisiana, when a heel had heat, uh, it, was, it was real. I mean, like you watch who's falling to your hotel type stuff. But uh, Jim helped Micah learn the, the finer techniques of shot footing. Uh, I always enjoyed talking to Jim. He had that you know, great athlete, man. He's, sometimes Jim Neidhart's athleticism is overlooked. You can't have a world-class shot footer, a full tra- track scholarship to a major university like UCLA. Uh, by the way, that's the alma mater of Bryce Yang, my buddy Bryce of the 2K Sports. Uh, and we're actually OU's playing UCLA this year in Norman with Chip Kelly bringing his crew in. So, uh, but Jim did a great job. He was reliable. Uh, he worked hard. He kept getting better. The athletic side of these guys – when you get an athlete from a mainstream sport that's used to being in a locker room, competing with, with his teammates, fitting into the, to the, that grand scheme of things, you find that those guys don't want to be second best. They don't want to lag behind the fundamentals, and that was Jim Neidhart. He pushed to be really good, and, uh, and even though he made his reputation as a, basically as a tag team guy, don't, don't discount the fact this guy was not one of the great athletes uh, that, you, that we've seen in the wrestling business in many, many years. So uh, my condolences to his family. I love his daughter, Natty. I think she's a, a gift, a gift to the business. Uh, she loves it. Maybe sometimes we could always, I've, I've been accused of this myself, of loving it too much. Uh, she's a wonderful woman. And uh, her husband, uh, TJ, uh, the family, the whole, all the hearts. And there's still a lot of them left. Thank God. Uh, we, I wish you my condolences and and I uh, hope it's everybody can get through this as best they can. Speaking from experience, there's no manual on how you grieve. You just got to deal with it. So I, I really hope the family comes through this well. They love each other. They'll embrace each other. That's what we all should do when, we're, when the chips are down. Gravitate to your family. Gravitate to your real friends and let them embrace you, embrace you and hold you up. And that's what we wish for uh, the family of Jim Danville Neidhart. Getting some unique feedback on the May Young Classic uh, is taped, it's done, it's in the can, at, uh, taped down at Full Sail in Orlando. And uh, I have not heard it, obviously, but I want to say congratulations to the broadcast team of Michael Cole, who's maybe, I said this about Bob Cottle too, so somebody's get pissed off because I'm comparing Bob Cottle to Michael Cole. Here's the deal. They're both underrated as hell. They're both much, much better than they are giving credit for. And uh, so I want to, I think those guys did a great job. We'll do a great job. I, I love Beth Phoenix, Beth Copeland, uh, Edge's wife, or Pat Patterson would say Hedge, Hedge, H-E-D-G-E. And Renee Young, we saw on Raw this past week, did a, she kicked ass. Very, very good. And uh, I thought Renee uh, had an excellent First time outing on Raw. Uh, hope that's not the last. She's a breath of fresh air. It's a new voice. Wrestling fans like new. 
And most wrestling fans, that, especially the male demographic, like attractive females. Uh, Renee is new in that role. She is an attractive female. She's very articulate. She's very smart. And she has gained product knowledge working in WWE since coming down from Canada. So uh, I hope that she gets to do some more of that. I, I felt she was a natural fit. And it's not easy doing live live, no net, in a three-person booth. Ain't easy. So uh, good job, Renee. I'm really proud of you. And I hope that you get more opportunities uh, to put that headset on and, and, uh, and contribute in that manner. Also kind of nice, uh, poetical Monday night uh, that her husband, Dean Ambrose, returned from the injured list after having major so- shoulder surgery. I thought Dean looked great. I like his shorter haircut. When a guy has, uh, is kind of being follically challenged and they're trying to mask it with longer hair that's unruly or going here or there and yon to cover up a spot, it kind of it's not real flattering in my view. I thought his haircut was spot on. I thought the beard was spot on. He, obviously, uh, Ambrose has trained religiously to get, to heal and to get better, bigger, and stronger. And I really, uh, my hat's off to him for that. But I can tell you, uh, he certainly carried himself like a villain. I felt he is going to be a villain or a heel. According to Jim Cornette, was a, he's a heel, goddammit. Uh, to me, he looks like a heel. Now, the the welcome back pop was what it was, and deservedly so, but I just see him being able to be a big-time player more as a heel than as a fan favorite in WWE right now. And we'll see. Hey, that, that could play out Sunday, right? That could play out Sunday uh, in, the, in the Intercontinental title match. Because Ambrose is there to ostensibly counteract Drew McIntyre. Good luck with that. So I'm most curious about what's going to happen Sunday involving Dean Ambrose. I'm curious about it. I'm interested in that story, for sure. More on SummerSlam in a moment. Sad to see that Colt Cabana and uh, CM Punk are having some issues over unpaid legal fees. Uh, I don't know what the deal was. You know, I know the trial was uh, involving Dr. Uh, Chris Amon uh, and uh, the, stemming from the podcast a few years ago. Uh, I don't know who won in that court thing. The lawyers, I guess, right? You know, no damages were delivered that I'm aware of, but there still has to be a legal bill. And from what I understand, could be wrong, that uh, the, the arrangement was made with uh, Coca Cabana that his side of the legal bills would be uh, addressed. So we'll see how that shakes out. It's not good when friends are going to get, you know, sort of pissing contests because of this, of a tab. It's a big tab. So hopefully those guys get that behind them and can resume being pals there in, in Chicago. Or we'll be next week at Zaney's on, on Thursday night, August 23rd. Uh, more on that soon as well. A lot of concern in the Impact Wrestling world. Their television ratings have kind of bottomed out. And that's, that's perplexing for some because it's obvious that the entering product is better than it has been in a long time. Talents are working hard. They, they're building their nucleus, uh, and I, I, I just believe that their product is better than it has been in, in recent memory. But the, here's the deal. My granny told me this one time about uh, selling uh, clothes at my department store in, in Westville, Oklahoma. You cannot sell goods out of an empty wagon. It also applies for marketers. 
uh, load the wagon and, and make sure you know where your audience is and how to find them and then appeal to that demographic. Well, here's the thing, folks. The Pop TV wagon is empty. Uh, I said, asked this a week or so ago, does anybody watch anything on Pop TV other than Impact Wrestling? And I, I got nobody responding, oh, yeah, I watch blank. So un, until the television situation can be upgraded for Impact Wrestling, they have an uphill pull, and it's not going to be easy to survive on those sort of television numbers, and it's not fair because the product is much, much better. I'm sure the powers that be there are looking to upgrade, I would hope. If they're not, then they're really stupid, and they're not. They're not stupid. you just you got to get on a better, better vehicle. Vince McMahon taught me a long time ago, and I believe this. Bill Watts amended. The wrestling business is about two things, folks, talent and television. And as Ernie Ladd would say, case closed. Because I'd rather fight a man than make love to a woman. I don't know where that came from. Too damn much coffee. Uh, so, but on a more positive note, Impact Wrestling's Bound for Glory is going to be in New York City's Melrose Ballroom in Queens on Sunday, October 14th. And tickets going to sell Saturday, August 25 at impactwrestling.com. They got all your details. Impactwrestling.com. Support the, support the company coming to New York City on uh, October the 14th. In a couple of weeks, we're going to have a big presentation here from PWI. The PWI 500 is the most uh, selling, best-selling, uh, most sold magazine of the year. They rank the wrestlers from 1 to 500. And we're going to have number one and uh, PW, Dan Murphy from PWI on our show to talk about that, make that announcement. So that will be in two weeks. So uh, more on that next week as well. But it's pretty cool uh, being able to break the news exclusively here on our show. I see where WWE Network is going to be doing a, a big show on October the 6th in Melbourne. Uh, you know, we know that, but uh, it's going to be on the WWE Network. I think that's cool. Uh, Cena, Kevin Owens, nice nice pairing. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Triple H, The Undertaker. The, the publicity says for the last time, I'll believe that when I see it. In any event, October the 6th in Melbourne, I'm sure I will not be booked because that's the day Oklahoma plays Texas in the Cotton Bowl. Sorry. Guys have his priorities. Um, you know, we talked about uh, SummerSlam and, and how Rick's going to talk a lot about SummerSlam coming up because his daughter is such a big part of it. Uh, I'm really excited about the presentation, quite frankly, folks. And, and one of the great things here that we just got arranged for WWE is that if you go on their website and you subscribe – WWE, the WWE Network, uh, you'll get two months free on the network. You know, that's a pretty cool deal, right? Uh, the WWE Network streams every WWE pay-per-view live, no matter where it is in the world, live. Major events live. You can watch more than 10,000 hours of video on demand, a lot of it featuring yours truly, which I certainly like because I enjoy embracing my own ego. And you get a look behind the scenes at WWE's groundbreaking original series and documentaries. They do great production work. The, the videos Monday night on Raw involving The Miz and Daniel Bryant were nothing but gold. Pure gold. It's gold, Jerry. It's gold. Uh, 
and you can access the network anywhere, anytime, on any device, including game consoles, TVs, phones, tablets, and computers. Pretty good deal, man. So here's the thing for us, for you guys. Now through August 20th, a special offer just for our listeners. Now listen closely. New subscribers get a two-month free trial when they sign up for the WWE Network at www.network.com slash JR. That's all you got to do. www.network.com slash JR. You won't get but one. You get two months free of the service. And I'm telling you, man, this uh, SummerSlam card is loaded deep, deep. Uh, we'll talk to Nature about that as well, about what's the close of show? Lesnar and Reigns or something else? Uh, could it be AJ and Samoa Joe? Wouldn't bother, wouldn't bother me. So it's going to be interesting. The order of events is always somewhat controversial because we have a lot of experts, including me. We all know better, right? You don't believe it, just ask us. Well, here's a cool thing. If you subscribe now to the WWE Network, uh, you'll get SummerSlam this Sunday. You can't got no mess around here now. SummerSlam is this Sunday. You'll get Hell in a Cell in September free. And the big show we just talked about in Melbourne uh, on October the 6th, you'll get that free as well. So SummerSlam, Hell in a Cell, Super Showdown, all free. So all you got to do, folks, it's really simple, but you need to do it now. Do it this week to get that SummerSlam free. You don't want to miss that. It's got a WrestleMania feel to it to me. WWENetwork.com slash JR. Important for the slash JR because that gets you two months free and those three great events for absolutely nothing. You can't beat this. And I'm really happy that we're able to get you guys two free months. Watched a lot of WWE this week, as a matter of fact, uh, Raw on Monday. I thought Heyman, Brock Lesnar, and uh, Roman Reigns uh, were major stars, MVPs of that show. They're strong performance. I enjoyed the, uh, the uh, rhetoric between Heyman and Reigns. Heyman's thinking Samoan was impressive to me. It made this, that whole piece of business seem more authentic and real. And then having Lesnar come out unadvertised, unannounced, was really cool. Uh, so old-time promoters would say, well, we're kayfabing ourselves by not telling everybody who's going to be there. If you're the market rep and you're not advertising Brock Lesnar, you're wondering why I can't use Brock Lesnar to sell tickets. Well, one reason, they want it to be a surprise. So I thought those, those three guys killed it in that show. And I love the interaction between uh, in the build of the Ronda Rousey-Alexa Bliss uh, scenario uh, that will be featured again on, on Sunday. Good stuff. A solid show, but uh, those two things really stood out to me uh, as, as winners. Then the next night on SmackDown, uh, for the second night in a row, the women kicked off one of the main shows in the company, just like they did Monday night. Monday night, you have Rousey and her and that group, Alexa, starting that, kicking that show off. Then on uh, SmackDown Live, you got Charlotte and Carmella and Becky Lynch. That tells you a lot of things, folks. How you start a show that's free, where you can change channels and go where you want, how you start that show is extremely important, much like how you close your show. And so the confidence that WWE has in, these, in their ladies is, uh, is amazing and, and very much uh, uh, embraced, no doubt. So uh, I noticed one thing about SummerSlam. We talked about the, 
you get your get your two months free uh com slash jr and i'm very curious as to the order of events i'm going to ask rick flair later in the show uh who he would close with brock versus reigns or somebody else i'm anxious to get that answer so uh Big, big weekend in New York City. Wish everybody the best. And I'll be watching, no doubt about that, on the WWE Network. I've been a subscriber since day one. I don't get it for free. Uh, you know, I got automatic pay, credit card deal. Happy. I never had a problem with it. I love it. And for me, it lets me go back and watch some of the old stuff that I used to work. I did. I had, a lot of it I didn't seen back. So that Mid-South stuff, the WCW stuff, it's, it's pretty damn cool. And, oh, by the way, I want to mention, too, um, you know, I try to promote all the companies I can, whether it, you know, Aero Lucha or uh, Lucha Underground. Uh, and now this time, we're certainly going to also say congratulations to the success recently of MLW. They got their big uh, September the 6th War Games match, uh, BN Sports Live event in Fort Lauderdale, a 10-man War Games match. And for all the information on the things that are doing that young company, Go to MLW.com, and uh, they'll take care of your, they'll answer your questions. You can buy your tickets, find out what's going on, and all that. As I said, we're, I'm in Nashville, and I'm going to join my old tag team partner, Jerry Lawler, on Thursday night. Uh, again, tickets are still available at, for the Zanies event. At the box office might be the easiest way of doing it if you're local. And then next week, on Thursday, August 23rd, the King and I will be in Rosemont at the Zanies in Rosemont in Chicagoland. And you can get your tickets there at uh, rosemont.zanies.com or go by the box office. We have plenty of uh, VIP tickets remaining and uh, GAs as well. So happy to, uh, we'd love to see you. So uh, check that out and we'll hopefully see you at one of our shows in Zanies. And uh, the kids are doing a great job of promoting uh, All In. You know, uh, we're going to have the Young Bucks on our show, I think, next week. Uh, and that's going to be a lot of fun. I like this team. I, they they have improved their in-game skills immensely since I first saw them on on the New Japan show on Access TV. Uh, they're just uh, they're refreshing to watch. They got great uh, they got a great head for business, and uh, I have a lot of respect for those two kids, uh, uh, the Matt and Nick, good boys. So I'm looking forward to talking to them next week. All in is uh, just really do is just killing it. I mean, uh, they're doing. They got so many projects. Conrad Thompson should get more credit than he probably is, is getting for helping his contributions for that uh, event. Uh, what we're finding out, Conrad's a smart son of a gun. Connie, my boy, <laughs> I want to go to his wedding. Can I give away the bride, or I just can give away the groom? Sure you had, Mister Barnett. Sure you had. So, uh, great card. A lot of good things are going on uh, there. I was just going to, I just got a, a text, as a matter of fact, a minute ago. I'm going to try to find it here in a second. From good old, my old buddy, Mike Weber. I used to call him Mike Weber because he had to do, deal with all the appearances of the talent. I used to call him Colonel Parker. He was a, he was a, uh, he was a babysitter, like a lot of people are that work with talent. Uh, but big event, you know, Fight App's got your uh, coverage, amazing coverage on the Fight App. F-I-T-E, it's free. The app is free. And it is available if you have a Wi-Fi and a smart device, you're in business. 
That simple. So check out check that out. Uh, and you can you can get more information at, at w at fight TV on online fight TV. I think a ring ring of honor honor club is also going to be uh, has some information for you. Direct TV, Dish Network, In Demand Cable TV. It's a big deal, folks. These kids have worked their ass off to 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 build a build something, and they have a dream. And I'm a, I'm going to support it all I can. So uh, check that out and all the all the neat things that they're doing there, uh, with their with their uh, the big pot podcast soiree and and Connie will be all over that thing. I'll tell you something, folks. If it wasn't for Connie, that podcast uh, component probably would not happen as successfully as it looks like it's going to. I wish I could be there. I've been invited. I was invited from day one. The reason I'm not going, real simple. It's the season opener for my Sooners. They play Lane Kiffin's Florida Atlantic University in Norman, and I shall be there without doubt. So uh, a lot of great things are going on. I say this all the time. I really mean this. There's no better time than right now to be a wrestling fan. And that's what's on my mind. It's always good to be on the road recording. You know, I, I do a lot of recordings in the, the Cat in Oklahoma City when I'm there at home, and I go up to the Cat and record our show. And then uh, I enjoy going to Westwood One in Culver City, and that's always a good time. See the folks there. Uh, but Nashville offers a lot of things that I enjoy. One of them is barbecue. You guys, did you know that I like barbecue? That's why you get all my products at www.shop.com. But uh, the one thing about barbecue, you got to be prepared for the dental maintenance. It's important to have a plan. I got a plan. I brought it from home with me because I knew OJR is going to eat a lot of fried chicken, and I'll have a Lipitor. Don't worry about me, and some barbecue. And that's why I bring with me uh, my Quip toothbrush. Q U I P Quip. The deal is, folks, about this thing is. It's the greatest thing I've, it's one of the best products we've ever endorsed. I love using it for all the right reasons. Because the truth is, most of us are not brushing our teeth correctly. Uh, We're not brushing them long enough. And we forget to change our brush on time. And that's because most brands focus on selling flashy gimmicks and gimmicks, 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 for God's sakes, the gimmicks, rather than better brushing, but not Quip. So what makes Quip so different, you may ask? I shall tell you succinctly. Six points to remember. For starters, Quip is an electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes while just packing the right amount of vibrations to help clean your teeth. Quip's built-in timer Helps you clean for the dentist recommended two minutes with guiding pulses that remind you when to switch sides. I love that feature, by the way. The next thing, Quip's subscription plans are for your health, not just convenience. They deliver new toothbrush heads on a dentist recommended schedule every three months for just $5, including Free shipping worldwide. That's everywhere. Worldwide. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel wherever you take your teeth. Mine go with me everywhere. 
put another glass of water on my counter. And finally, everyone loves Quip. They were on Oprah's O-List, big time. They were named one of Time's Best Inventions, big time. And this is the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. Plus, they're backed by a network of over 20,000 dentists and hygienists and hundreds of thousands, I'm telling you, hundreds of thousands of happy brushers use Quip every day, folks. So here's the deal. Here's what I want you to remember, if you can. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash Ross, do it right now, you get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. One more time. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash Ross. It's spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Ross, R-O-S-S. I promise you, this will be one of the best investments you've ever made. Get Quip. One of my favorite parts of the show is our Slobber Knocker of the Week, kind of our MVP of the week, or uh, most valuable person, player, place or thing. Uh, I, uh, a lot of good candidates this week, quite frankly. Uh, I will say that Jim Neidhart has to be in that consideration. Love Jimmy, going to miss him. Uh, certainly, saw Rock of the Week on, on, uh, in the conversation without a doubt. I'm impressed with some NFL quarterbacks doing some good work. Uh, the Jets, Sam Darnold, USC. The alma mater, my friend from Fox Sports, Jacob Ullman, as a matter of fact. Uh, and Arash Marchese, USC boys. Uh, and they don't let me forget the Orange Bowl a few years ago. 55 to 19, by the way. Trojans killed my sinners, spanked their ass. And, of course, my boy Baker Mayfield with the Browns, you know, I'm, I'm biased. I'm partial. But he's, he's, had, he's had a great start. My road producer, Rafael Murphy, one of the greatest baseball players in the history of Boston University. No, Boston College. He could have gone to Boston University, but he got more money for going to Boston College. Uh, he loves to talk about the Red Sox even though he's a Yankee fan. I think there's a little skullduggery here. But they are really on a pace to do some crazy stuff here. Look, they're, they're playing 700 baseball. They were just recently 85 and 35. It's scary. It's still going to break a lot of hearts in Boston when they choke in the playoffs. Jeez, sad. I thought I mentioned Dean Ambrose. I still think he's, he could be his most value for WWE right now, seemingly where the roster is outlined, is a, is a villain. I thought... Tiger Woods had a make golf exciting. I watched golf last weekend, the PGA, for one reason, Tiger Woods. Whether you don't like him and you, and you want him to lose, like a lot of MMA fans are with Brock Lesnar, you pay money to see him get his ass whipped. A lot of people watch TV to see Tiger not win. But I'm going to make uh, the announcement right now, the Slava Rock of the Week, ladies and gentlemen, is the uh, combined forces of Ring of Honor and New Japan for selling out their Saturday, April 6th event, 2019, WrestleMania weekend. They sold out the garden. I can tell you from the first time, the first time I worked the garden was one of the biggest thrills of my life. And I thought, well, it won't feel this way every time. Ironically, it did. It does. It's a special place. 
And for a broadcaster to be able to broadcast an event from the garden is really, really amazing. I love it. So uh, I don't know who's going to broadcast that event, uh, but I, they're going to love it too. It's just special. It's nothing like it. It's hard to describe, quite frankly. Now, of all the good things about that booking, there are also some areas of concern in my eyes. I know that some of the talents that are expected to be on that card are not guaranteed to be under contract by April 6, 2019. I got to believe that there's so many cooks in the kitchen. There's so much uh, change of afloat that uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that all comes off. One thing about it, they sold it out. There's a lot of great talent on that card without, without a doubt. But I don't think the card is going to be as complete as some people might think uh, based on the April math. We'll see. But nonetheless, I uh, applaud uh, Joe Koff and the Ring of Honor guys, uh, New Japan people. Uh, it's a bold move, uh, and they they take advantage of the WWE's uh, buzz in the marketplace, and uh, they're jumping on it. It's entrepreneur, entrepreneurial uh, to me. So ROH and New Japan are this week's slobber knocker of the week. I always enjoy the Pet Coon Goofy Award, ladies and gentlemen, because I think I can relate to that pretty well. I'm a little Pet Coon Goofy. You know that whole started, that saying? Because I one time had a Pet Coon, and it didn't end so well. He disappeared. Thanks to my dad and uh, cutting him loose. Because so, my dad said, uh, coons are not domesticated animals. They're goofy. Hence, Pet Coon Goofy came about in my wrestling vocabulary. Uh, before we talk about Pet Coon Goofy, uh, remember, if you're a, a user of Amazon Alexa, many of you are, you know who you are. Uh, all you got to do is say, Alexa, enable the Jim Ross Report skill. After it's been enabled, then it's gravy. And God knows I love gravy. Simply say, Alexa, play the Jim Ross Report. Now, if you're a Google Home user, just say, okay, Google, talk to the Jim Ross Report. Or speak to the Jim Ross report. Or I want to speak to the Jim Ross report. Real simple real simple stuff. All right. Well, there's a lot of candidates this Pet Coon Goofy Award this week. Some of them are notoriously stupid. Uh, I feel bad about Wake Forest basketball assistant coach Jamil Jones accidentally killing a guy with a punch. The guy hit his head and, and uh, didn't come out of it. The guy was... Uh, initiated a confrontation thinking that Jamil, Jamil Jones was a, either an Uber driver or a cab driver or something. Uh, it was unfortunate, sad. Changes a lot of lies, a situation like that. And you got to wonder, was it, worth, was it worth it? Of course not. Of course not. The University of Maryland football program, God dang, they've been pet coon goofy for a week now. Uh and head coach has been suspended. Some of his staff members have been suspended. Some have been let go. I will say this. My, for my money, I fully expect uh, head ball coach DJ Durkin to be fired. He'll probably get a little walk-away money, a little severance to quell any other lawsuits. But uh, he's gone, in my view. Can't go back. Genie's out of the bottle. The crazy-ass pilot 
It was flying around an airplane at the SeaTac Airport, Seattle Tacoma area. What the hell? He he hijacks a plane for no apparent reason. He's tailed by fighter jets who are going to shoot his ass out of the sky if he didn't, you know, if he acted cute. So what do he do? He ends up crashing and killing himself. Had no idea what they're thinking, but it's obviously a major breach in security. And if it's a breach of security there, how many other airports have the same breaches? Can't trust everybody, folks. Just because they got a uniform on, that doesn't mean they're trustworthy. Some people are just pet coon goofy. My Oklahoma Teachers Union, I'm embarrassed. They dropped the ball big time on Oklahoma's educators. They're supposed to get a raise, keep the, our best teachers and all the teachers that we at home. Now they're leaving in droves, and there are shortages. Hey, so if you got an education degree and you're looking for a job, come to Oklahoma. They can't find enough school teachers because their pay is like manure, and their union dropped the ball. I would say this. The men on the Oklahoma Teachers Union, their testicles would not fit into a thimble. They let their group down, and it's just sad. It's making our state a joke when it comes to education. There's nothing more important, ladies and gentlemen, in our life than educating and caring for our children. Period. Case closed, Ernie. Case closed. And it's embarrassing. And professional politicos are killing the damn system, whether it be in Oklahoma or where you live. Insanity. But the winner of the Pet Coon Goofy Award is the epitome of a cluster. It's cannibalizing the news. Why in the hell, I don't know. But Omarosa, the Apprentice reality star turned White House staff member, figure that out, who was fired from her Trump administration gig. She's now spilling the beans on a tell-all book. Duh. Who knew? The, who thought that might come? Uh, and she tape-recorded some confidential conversations in the White House. Not smart. She's trying to sell books. Simple. She's trying to sell books in a sensational knee-jerk way with the old tell-all. And our president is really no better, calling Omarosa a dog. Are you kidding me? Let me tell you something. If, my, if someone called my wife or significant other a dog, you can't do anything to Trump because he's surrounded by Secret Service and all that stuff, but somewhere along the way, he has to understand that there's a price for insulting a woman, a minority, uh, r- racially charged remarks, and why in the hell he hasn't learned that by now? He feel, To me, Trump feels omnipotent, bulletproof. He's not bulletproof. And this whole mess, or mess is, a, is embarrassing. But by God, the, the news media, they'll bitch and moan about it, but they're going to cover it incessantly, incessantly, because it's dirt. God damn it, we love the dirt. So I'll, I'd like to be able to give you this photo on this at some point down the road, but it'll basically be Omarosa's book will be a number one bestseller. She'll make herself a nice couple of bucks, and Trump will probably take credit for helping her sell a lot of books. It's like wrestling. The storyline here is sad. So Omarosa, Mr. President, everybody involved in this cluster, you, ladies and gents, are pet coon goofy. Another feature here that we seem to get a lot of positive response on is this week in wrestling or wrestling, as you choose. 
a Southerners. You know, we're ignorant. Uh, any any a, a Southerner that's a, in a, a lifer in wrestling, see, we don't live on your planet. We all we stay in Uranus more often than not. So we only come out at night, and that's only on on a, maybe TV tapings or a big event. That's what us wrestling fans are, so especially the Southern wrestling fans, because you know we're ignorant anyway, because we're Southern. But I can tell you that uh, with SummerSlam this Sunday, by the remember now, uh, wwenetwork.com slash JR will get you two free months of the WWE Network. That's all you got to do. Go to wwenetwork.com slash JR. You get those three big events we talked about earlier for free, two months, all of it for free. Everything's there, man. And speaking of SummerSlam, 22 years ago, 1996, in Cleveland, Mankind with Paul Bear, God bless his soul, defeated The Undertaker in the first ever Boiler Room Brawl as a broadcaster to broadcast something that's a first, and WWE loves to promote things first time ever. I get that marketing uh, tool and the promotional event. Makes sense. Boiler room brawl, what was it going to be? There's no mats, there's no rings, there's no ropes, there's no turnbuckles. It's just a boiler room. And uh, somehow, some way, two great performers like uh, Mick Foley and Mark Calloway pulled it off. Big night. Uh, 17 years ago, SummerSlam was in San Jose, California. Do you know the way? The Rock defeated Booker T to become the WCW World Heavyweight Champion. Less than five months after WWE bought WCW. So uh, the great one got him another trophy. And on the same show, by the way, the Brothers of Destruction, Kane and The Undertaker, captured the WWE tag titles from uh, Diamond Dallas Page and the late Chris Canyon. Big night in San Jose. 13 years ago at SummerSlam in Washington, D.C. in 2005, a really a provocative storyline. It got very personal. That's why I think Daniel Bryan and Miz is so intriguing. It's personal. Uh, getting a getting any storyline of wrestling personal, where the audience and the fans will take an emotion, make an emotional investment, is good business. Uh, but Rey Mysterio defeated Eddie Guerrero in a ladder match for the rights to raise son Dominic, who's training to wrestle right now. He's six one or two. Can't wait to see Dominic, how he, how he does. I'm sure he's going to be a chip off the old block, no doubt. So the deal was is that Dominic in the storyline was Eddie Guerrero's biological son, wink, wink. Two things emerged from that feud, folks, or that rivalry, that angle, that storyline. Eddie's I'm your poppy moniker and the introduction of the great Vicky Guerrero on WWE television. Two great, uh, two great things. Good, good times. Two thousand five. Seems like a lifetime ago. Twelve years ago at SummerSlam in Boston, Bean Town, as Monson would say. Uh, DX comprised of Shawn Michaels and Triple H, defeated the McMahon's, the MacMans. Jerry Briscoe would say, "Mr. McMahon, the McMahon's, uh, Vince and Shane." Fun match to call. Fun match to call. A lot of drama, a lot of personal uh, feelings. You, you wanted, you had clear-cut villains and clear-cut fan favorites. It worked. 
it still works when it's executed correctly. Ten years ago at SummerSlam in Indianapolis, 2008, by the way, uh, Undertaker defeated Hedge, as Pat Patterson would say, in a personal Hell in a Cell match. I'm not sure what that means, personal Hell in a Cell match. They had a custom made for each other. Nonetheless, it was a big match for Adam Copeland because he danced big time with the Taker, even though Taker won. It's not about winning and losing sometimes in this presentation world. Four years ago, August 17, 2014, on her 22nd birthday, Paige wins the women's title at WWE, uh, defeating the champ, and a good champion, by the way, A.J. Lee, at the Staples Center in Los Angeles in a match that's a big part of her upcoming family movie produced by The Rock. On that same show, Brock Lesnar, remember him? Uh, He defeated John Cena for the coveted WWE title. And I still believe the WWE title is the most prestigious title in the company. In all due respect to the universal title, it ain't the same, in my opinion. That's all it is, my opinion. And then in uh, Brooklyn, heartbreaking night for Finn Balor in Brooklyn two years ago. He became the first ever WWE Universal Champion. And uh, he had to relinquish the damn title the next day due to a shoulder injury that he sustained during the match. Bad break for Finn. But the Irishman has never quit. There's no surcease in the young Finn Balor. Birthdays. Uh, Cedric Alexander, 29. So are some of my socks. Buddy Landell, 57, would have been 57 on this date. Buddy has such a great upside. Natural skills, natural timing, couldn't control himself. Had, you know, drug and alcohol issues. I love Buddy. He's a funny guy, engaged to be around. He just had those damn demons that kept kicking his ass until the until the end. But he, then he got he got clear, and uh, I'm glad of that. Uh, the late Dick Murdoch. I'll tell you this: Murdoch would have been 72 on uh, Thursday, and he, had a, he shares a birthday with Fritz von Erich, who would have been 89 had he lived. Two Texans, by the way. Proud Texans. God and I know I've heard enough of that from riding with Murdoch. He hated Oklahoma with all his heart. Uh, and what are you going to say to Dick Murdoch when he's drinking beer and driving your vehicle? And not, not a good time to argue. I always say this. Murdoch would have been a great NWA champion if he only would be serious at crucial times. He had a habit of... of pulling out a Three Stooges routine. I said one time, who do you think you are, a shimp? And he laughed. He was so good, he could screw around and be better than most guys. But if he was serious all the time, there's not anybody he couldn't work with. He could be a baby face. He could be a heel. He was 6'5". He's 270. Take any bump you wanted to take. And it's believable. And he had the best punches of uh, anybody in his generation for my money. So happy birthday, Dickie and Boomer Sooner. Uh, Paige, by the way, Mr. Paige, she'll be 26 years young on Friday. Tweet her and wish her happy birthday. Uh, Japan's Dick Togo. I used to call him Dick To Go, which sounded a little bit crass. Uh, but Dick To Go was he 49, former member of Kai and Tai. Uh, Saturday, Tom Pritchard celebrates his 59th birthday. Dr. Tom does not 
get the credit that he is he is, is deserving of for the great work and training talents in uh, WWE. We had that makeshift training area in the warehouse at on 120 Hamilton in Stanford, and uh, Tom was and Dory Jr. Uh, both did phenomenal work. But Tom and in the other branches of the, of the developmental program, he contributed everywhere: Memphis, Ohio Valley, uh, Cincinnati. Tom was great. He's still a great teacher. Anytime you can go to a Tom Pritchard uh, seminar, if you're a wrestler, want to be a wrestler. Uh, you should give it serious consideration. Doesn't get the credit he deserves. And I really appreciate all he did for our team when I was in charge of talent relations. And also, uh, Tony Guerrero shares a birthday with Tom, Dr. Tom. Tony's 72 years old this Saturday, New Zealander. Back in my day, the sheep were afraid of us. I guess so. Uh, Sunday, a future WrestleMania main eventer. In my opinion, again, my show. I can have opinions, right? That gets you guys something to bitch about. At JRSBBQ on Twitter. The Velveteen Dream will be a whopping 23 years old on Sunday. That Sunday is SummerSlam. This kid is going to be phenomenal. Getting there very quick. Mark my words. Maybe two or three years now. Maybe maybe a little longer, but not much. Top of the card at WrestleMania. Too much charisma, too much athleticism. He's unique. He's reinvented himself. He's not afraid to try bold things. And most male wrestlers in the business find their comfort zone, their routine, their moves. Their, it's like having a, song, a set of songs or a concert. You're not going to change your order. You won't change nothing. Well, it's working type deal. I like this kid. Happy birthday to Percy Watson, another great athlete. 37. Percy looks like he's about 25. Our friend Lillian Garcia, who has a great podcast in her own, of her own right, uh, she'll be 51 on Sunday. Happy birthday, Lil. I, I used to love those uh, little uh, vignettes that she used to do interviewing The Rock. Just classic. And for some reason, Arkansas's contribution to our federal government and the disaster that it is, Bill Clinton will be 72 years old on Sunday, president of these United States of America. I did not have sex with that woman. Just a little bit. Eating ain't cheating in Arkansas. Eating ain't cheating. And uh, the mysterious Neville. Where in the hell are you, boy? What are you doing? What are you thinking? I hope Neville's fine. I'm being facetious to be a, a kind of a, a diazic here. But bottom line is, this kid's great. He ain't just good. He's great. I've thought he would be the centerpiece of the cruiserweight division and would make it mean something. It needs help. And I just thought he was the guy. So maybe whatever issues he has or decisions he needs to make, hopefully I'd like to see him back in the, in the game on a big scale. And E. Torres, a nice woman, tough, beautiful, 34 on Tuesday. So, uh, happy birthday to all you cats and jammers. And remember, the cake's on me. So, even though the cake's on me, what I'd really like to be able to do is to invite everybody that's uh, having a birthday over to my house for some Omaha steaks. I had Omaha steaks three times last week on my grill outside. I like being outside. I like grilling. 
friends like it. My friends like me better when they know I'm grilling Omaha steaks. I have very rarely to get a turn down on an invite. Uh, and, you know, grilling season, fall grilling season, just, it's here. So it's time to stock up on Omaha steaks, folks. You can enhance your fall cookouts like I have and grill better than ever with 28 cookout favorites that are guaranteed to be a hit and all of those delivered to you. 100% guaranteed, world-class steaks, burgers, franks, and more. And for a limited time, you get the Family Gourmet Buffet Package from Omaha Steaks for only $49.99. And by the way, that's 75% off. Because you listen to this show, and we're their sponsor, 75% off. It's amazing. Uh, as I said, I, I've had it, I had it three times this last week. One day I had burgers, one day I had steaks, and one day I had pork chops. Poke salad Annie, Tony Joe White, Gator Got Your Granny. Uh, I love it. And I, you get them, they're fresh. It's easy to get shipped. Uh, there's no issue. There's customer service is beyond compare. Uh, so I enjoy the steaks. Uh, they, uh, I like a good dog every now and then. And by the way, a hot dog is not a sandwich. I promise you. So uh, I'm going to open my, my have my uh, outdoor kitchen built. And I've got a big plan for the weekend of September 1st. So that's why I'm not going to be in. Uh, in Chicago at All In, uh, I'm going to be home watching OU football and, and entertaining my family with a cookout. And, you know, my you defiant young daughter says, we are going to have Omaha steaks, right, Dad? Well, of course we are, honey. And Daddy will get the steaks because they get a great deal on them. I'm probably going to give my kids a pack- this package, too. Uh, 75% off is too good to turn down, man. So that would be a good gift for them, I think. So, uh, you're gonna love it, folks. You can. There's a. This package is great. Uh, you know, it's a must-have in my view for summer. No doubt, Labor Day, football season, family cookouts. Every box checked. Check, check, check. And you may say, "Well, Jr. Oh, Jr. Why Omaha steaks? Well, here's why. All the highest quality cuts with one-of-a-kind flavor. All beef is USDA inspected for quality and aged for 21 days to unlock the full flavor and tenderness of all the cuts. Variety. All the best cuts of beef. Bison. I love the bison now. The Golden Plains, by the way. Globally sourced and frozen fresh seafood from World Port Seafood. The best there is. Poultry, pork, veal, lamb, vegetables. If you're vegan, we've got something for you. And desserts. And I like the customization. I think you will, too, which means this. You have plenty of options to customize the cuts, what you like, uh, recipes, wine pairings. They'll help you out, and there's a lot of variety there. So uh, what I'd like for you to consider is this. Right now, Omaha Steaks is giving a limited-time offer to our listeners, to you guys, and to me. I get the same deal you get, and I use it. It's an amazing deal. Go to omahasteaks.com, type JR in the search bar. You'll find me in the bar, and you'll get 75% off the Omaha Steaks Family Gourmet Buffet Package, and here's what you'll get. Two tender mild filet mignons. Mm -mm -mm. Two bold beefy top sirloins. Two juicy 
boneless pork chops. Ooh, I like those. Four crispy chicken fried steaks, ladies and gentlemen. There's nothing more Americana than chicken fried steak. Juicy all-beef meatballs. You know that? It's a 12-ounce package, by the way. Four savory Omaha steak burgers. Four deli-style gourmet jumbo franks. Who says size doesn't matter? Four customer favorite potatoes all gratin. Gosh, those are good. Four made-from-scratch caramel apple tartlets and not like the tartlets I have dated in my lifetime. These are great desserts. One Omaha Steaks seasoning packet. Plus, get four more grill-ready burgers for free. So here's the deal. Limited time package, $49.99. When you go to omahasteaks.com, type JR in the search bar and add the family gourmet buffet package to your cart. Like I said, I'm getting these for my children. I'm going to feed my family this on the first weekend of September. Uh, I, I'm, I'm practicing and because uh, I'm eating a lot of protein right now and not many carbs on this keto thing. I'm, uh, I, can't con- I can't recommend this enough. So the offer's going to end soon. All of them do. So don't wait, folks. Go to OmahaSteaks.com, type JR in the search bar, grab your friends and your family, and fire up that daggum grill. And if they're smart, they'll listen. Well, as the great Terry Funk would say, you've got mail, Ross, you fat bastard. Well, Terry, you can't email me, you know, to the Jim Ross Report at gmail.com with your questions. Just take that back. Don't ask any questions. Just give me a call. The Jim Ross Report at gmail.com. Folks, seriously, get your questions or comments, whatever. We appreciate that. Want to hear from you. This is from Big Ed. Big Ed. Unlike Big Al, the little league kid that hits dingers. I love that kid. He reminds me of me, a fat little fart when he was that age. But I don't think I had too many dingers. Big Ed wants to know, would the Bullet Club ever work in WWE? Uh, Are they too much of a niche product of the indies? They are not a niche product, Big Ed. I can't say they're going to work for WWE or not, but I believe that at some point in time, for those that have not worked at WWE, that somewhere along the journey, they will be there. And quite frankly, this may piss them off. I don't can help that. You deserve a run in WWE if you've dedicated your life to the business. At some point, if you can make it work, you, you should give that shot an opportunity. So I'd say yes, Big Ed. I just don't know the answer con- con- conclusively. But I do know they're not a niche. None of those guys. Bucks, Kenny Omega, Cody, Hangman Page, Marty Sherrill. They're not... A niche product. They're talented, talented men, and they should be able to get jobs wherever they want. So if you're going to do that, you're going to be a wrestler, why not go where you can make the most money? Paul Clapper said he read and enjoyed the Blood Red Turns Daughter Green books when they came out. At that time, there was some buzz that it was going to be uh, brought to the small screen as a series. Well, uh, he wants to know if Dollar Green has legs. I definitely think Blood Red Turns Dollar Green has legs. I know that my writing partner, Paul O'Brien, very talented Paul O'Brien, and we're working on the sequel to Slobberknocker as we speak. Uh, Paul's dug in, man. He's he's, he's just nothing short of extraordinary. Uh, The Rock and Paul had a 
arrangement. Uh, seven bucks had an arrangement with him, but I think that the auction expired or something. But there's inter- there'll be interest. There'll be more interest, no doubt about it. But it's it's got legs, and he knows how to use them. From Monty in Scotland. Hi, Jr. Monty from Scotland. <laughs> Do you reckon a new WWE brand of senior wrestlers would work as a touring act and possible network show with old-style WWE logo, ring colors, etc., much like the old-school Raw feel? Obviously, a much old, slower old-school pace with guys who can still go, purely to entertain the nostalgic fan in smaller venues, etc., Hey, uh, Monty, I don't know. Uh, it's, it'd be an interesting, it'd be interesting to see how many guys would fit in that senior class, seniors class, master's class, whatever, that could still work to any sort of regularity. They could go on a four or five day tour more likely. Uh, so I'm, I don't think it's a bad idea. I just don't look for it to happen. I, I could always see uh, intermingling a little, you know, a little something, a little spicy. We had, we saw those kind of guys, uh, some of those guys at, at the, in Saudi Arabia earlier this year. So it's hard to say. Maybe some special occasions, maybe some isolated bookings, but a uh, ongoing tour here, there, and yon. I kind of doubt it because the, they're fifty year olds and six year olds are not going to hold up that long, nor should they be asked to. Merrick K. Williams, in light of the women's evolution. Do you think WWE is remiss in not having permanent female representation ringside on commentary? Merrick K. Williams thinks it's inexcusable, and time to rectify it is now. Thank you for taking my question. Well, Merrick, I, I think on the heels of Renee Young's excellent debut on Raw Monday night, I certainly could see that happening. I, I don't disagree with anything you said, uh, but you got to remember. Renee Young is a special talent. You can't take this any woman that hasn't had her, that walked in her footsteps in the WWE universe internally uh, and put them out there. She has a great skill set. She's, she was a prepared and trained, experienced broadcaster. But I do like the idea. I think it's inevitable. It's coming. And it should come. From Jesse in South Dakota, Mr. Ross, I'm emailing you from Spearfish, South Dakota. I'm a loyal listener. Attitude era child. My question is, do you know why Vince has now taken away the action from the Titantron for all to see? I think it's because of the crowd watching the Titantron instead of the matches and then, then going, some of them going into business for themselves, which can take away from the uh, aura, the presentation of the, of the match. I'm assuming that's what it is. Uh, but and it, sometimes that... Titantron, as we used to call it, can can uh, be disruptive, quite frankly. And now the audiences are so independent, so defiant, uh, feel so that they're that they're part of the show in a in a performer mode, and they're not. They're part of the show, big part, but not as a performer. Patrick in Rochester, oh Rochester. I used to like to watch the Jack Benny show because I like Rochester. Hi, JR. I think you are one of the all-time great sports broadcasters. I'll slow down and read this better. It's pretty good. And consider you in the same class as Howard Cosell, Vin Scully, Keith Jackson, and the like. 
You've given immense and deserved praise to Michael Cole and Mauro Ranello on so many occasions, so those are given. Are there any other broadcasters that stand out or you really enjoy listening to? Yeah. Uh, I like Kevin Kelly's work. He's very good. Uh, he knows the New Japan product better than I will ever know it because he lives it. He's there. And uh, in, uh, transporting my fat ass from Oklahoma to Japan on a regular basis ain't going to happen. But um, Kevin does a great job. I'd like to work with him somewhere down the road. And quite frankly, wink, wink, that could happen sooner than later. Another guy that does a hell of a good job is uh, Ian Riccoboni. He does Ring of Honor stuff. I think he's going to be involved at All In. Really student of the game. His, he's improving his work every time I hear him. Ian is perfect for Ring of Honor. He's, he's the voice of that brand and should be positioned as such, which tells me he'll probably call the play-by-play in the garden uh, in April of 2019. So there's a two of them that are really, really good. They're working today. And there are others, too. I'm going to leave people. Matt Stryker and Vampiro do a great job on Lucha Underground. I like their work. We have to understand the product dictates how good a lot of announcers can be. The King and I get praised for our attitude or our work, but you got to look at the roster. We had great musicians making music, which made it easy for us to provide the lyric. But there's a lot of guys out there today that do a good job, and I'm I'm uh, proud for them. You know, I think I think uh, the SmackDown uh, guys, Tom Phillips has got a a great future. He's getting better all the time. So it's not an overnight sensation thing. It takes time. Feel, right partner, right product. And three men don't make it any easier. And that's it for the mailbag this week. Remember, uh, I'd love to see your questions, your comments, feedback. You can email me at thejimrossreport at gmail.com. You know, I look forward to this uh, for several weeks since uh, the Nate and I decided that he would be nice enough to come on our show. And we're joined now. Uh, I am assuming, big boy, you are in Atlanta, right? Yes, sir. I uh, Hey, I want to tell you, uh, first of all, I'm glad you're feeling better. And Thank I saw you. your tweet uh, the other day about, or yesterday, one year ago, things worked yeah. so good, right? Yeah, everything. I mean, it just... Uh... I felt uh, I'm just, you know, starting to learn about social media. Um, but, I mean, I, it's such a big thing in life. So I just wanted everyone to know that uh, I think people like you and, of course, Vince and Hunter and family members know how much Wendy did. But, oh. man, she had to change her life. It's a very disabling. Um, a, a, it was still a very disabling um issue um that trust me i would have rather had that i would have rather had that as opposed to the other but it's being right at your waistline and it just it's it's hard to explain and hopefully uh, you and anybody else we don't will be able to avoid that but they're they're a lot yeah. you know constantly be taken care of and you know we actually we had full-time care and we just let them go because Wendy did, did a better job than they did. You know what I mean? Right. Well, I, what uh, I what I I loved about her uh, love uh, and her, you know, some of us old old goats uh, don't miss our 
significant others until they're not there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, that, and so when I read your text, or your tweet, rather, excuse me, I was uh, so impressed, brought a tear to my eye, because you close it basically with her, her being at your side night and day and still raising her family. Still being yeah, the- well, that's the truth. I mean, I mean, four kids. I mean, the day that I went in, uh, all four of her kids who go to private school took off to private school. I mean, that, that Monday, I went on Friday night. That Monday, they all had to be in school and with the help of her, na- her neighbors and making arrangements, but, you know, n- never neglecting them. Um, I mean, she stayed with me in the hospital for 31 days. That's amazing. She never. She, uh, she had a, what's really good is we, we make light of it now, but it's called ICU psychosis <laughs> where she was in there so much and, you know, listening to so many different opinions and seeing so much and then, you know, waiting for me to wake up, you know, which took a long time. Uh, if there's any humor, I'll tell you that I had 21 brain scans <laughs> and, uh, which, you know, we talk about as a joke. <laughs> they finally asked her, uh, is there, is, is he abnormal when he's normal? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. So, That's a loaded question. She said, well, he might be a little strange to some people. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm like, I mean, I don't know if you remember, Jim. I, you know, I got your, I, I didn't, they didn't give me my phone back until September 22nd. Wow. And I had all these texts from people, yourself included. And I mean, I, I, and I didn't, you know, even attempt to start returning him until I got home. Sure. Because I went right from the hospital to rehab to learn how to walk. I couldn't walk. I could stand, but I couldn't walk. I couldn't unscrew a, uh, uh, the top of a Gatorade or open a, a can of Diet Coke. Wow. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I just, I, you know, you wake up and all of a sudden you're, not even anything, don't resemble anything like what you were, um, you know, 31 days before, or 31 days before. That's so, uh, That's got to be so daunting because of, of uh, the athlete that you were at a very, very high level for mm-hmm. decades. And all of a sudden, I can't play in the game anymore. I took my uniform. Now I'm just trying to, yeah. I'm just trying now to survive this damn thing. A lot of challenges, man. I, I admire you for. Yeah, you never gave up. Well, no, you know, you say, it, 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 and I appreciate you saying that. But I honestly tell you, I probably gave up, you know, um, and Wendy never let it go. I mean, there were times that I sat here at home going, "God, I just, you know, I just can't do this. It just drives me crazy because it, you know, I mean, it, it, it's just hard to explain. I just, you know, first of all, getting around. And then, uh, the, you know, making my first, uh, going out of the house for the first time and then riding and, uh, you know, your, the clothes have to be changed. It's just a lot. So, yeah, I mean, she never let me stop. And, uh, she just, uh, you know, kept saying it's going to get better. It's going to get better. And then I was going to have the reversal done in February. And he said, let's let her, let's, let's let you get a little stronger. Let's wait till July. Well, there's two, you know, two different positions on that. One that the sooner you do it, the sooner, you, the better the chances are that the other intestines won't get, you know, so fatigued or whatever happens to them because they're not being used. 
Uh, and the other is that, you know, you do get the stronger you are, the better you are, the, ch- the less chance of infection or it not taking. So, but it took 10 days for it to take. Wow. And so I mean, that's what, I think I had more anxiety knowing I was going in for the surgery than just going from the bar. I don't even remember leaving the bar. <laughs> I, I literally that's unusual. The bar the I've never seen you leave the bar. You didn't know where you were or me either. <laughs> <laughs> what room you in? Hell, I don't know. Me neither. <laughs> yeah, no. And I guess I was in so much pain. And, you know, it's kind of like the airplane crash. I don't remember waking up till I was in the hospital. Um, and I don't remember crashing or anything. But uh, cause I guess I was in such pain that they induced a coma because I couldn't take the pain anymore. So anyway, and then the kidneys failed, pneumonia respiratory heart failure, sepsis, man, the whole damn thing came down on me. So, um, you know, they called my family, I'm down to me. I mean, Wendy called everybody and Ash was in China, Mega was in Charlotte or Huntsville with Conrad, one or the other. And then, uh, they all came in and they gave me 20% chance of going, I'm down to me. And, uh, you know, here I am today talking to you and, Feeling great, actually. Feel, I, I feel as incredibly good. What are, What are you able to do now, Nate? Are you able to drive? I, I can work out. I got permission to start working out. Oh, good. I drove up. I drove up to the saw the kids at the SmackDown yesterday. Um, Greenville. I, I, yeah, I'm going. Did, did to, you know uh, the way? SummerSlam to see the kids again, and uh, then I'm going down. Uh, Wendy bought a new. Uh, Condo uh, at uh, Rosemary Beach, between by by Destin, oh, or yeah. Walton area. Mm-hmm. Going down there for a week, uh, and then uh, the following week I go back to work, uh, pretty much full time. So it's all good, man. Have you got anything booked you want to promote? Uh, any any appearances that are coming up that you're especially excited about, or all still coming together? Nah, no, no, we won't promote. I don't need to promote anything. Let's promote you and me. <laughs> yeah. Doing Q and A's. Well, I, uh, I, I can I, I I'm going to plug this when we hang up there. I'm, I'm going to put this on my uh, on my Twitter. On it. That's okay that we're doing this, right? Absolutely, absolutely. More yeah, than, yeah. more than Mary. Oh yeah, well, I, I got the bit the boss over here saying, "Who oh, plug RickFlairShop.com. <laughs> I saw that. She doesn't miss. She doesn't miss a dime. <laughs> hey, that's that's smart, man. Hey. You know, uh, yeah. if you're outside the immediate WWE uh, cocoon, there mm-hmm. are still lots of great opportunities for us. That we can, if we want to work, and you want to, in your entrepreneurial in spirit, gosh, you can you can create some good. Lauder just started a store. I just I saw that the King did, and uh, yeah. So I, I oh, think it's a smart deal, they, Rick. They, they could be very lucrative. Yep. Yeah. You got to work at it. Well, I don't do the work. Wendy does. Wendy and my daughter and. Uh, when his oldest daughter uh, run it, but they, uh, yeah, it's you know you're running specials, coming up with new designs, and it's uh, yeah, it's a basically a full time job if you want to make some money, but it's there. It's there. Uh, it, it, yeah, especially uh, you know in the in the winter months and uh, the holidays. When I when we yeah, when you and I were talking Christmas. when you sorry when you and I were talking about this uh, today, and he texted me back. This is this is a flare. I knew you were feeling better. I really did, because that I knew you were feeling better because that's what people said that's seen you. But then I, when you sent me this text, 
He sends me a text, folks, says, uh, is the first thing we're going to talk about on your show the Georgia victory over my Sooners in the Roseville? So I was well, thinking, it should have won. It should have won game of the year at the ESPYs. Are you kidding me? It's a good game. Uh, Unbelievable. It's hard. To, it's, yeah, were, were you there? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. And that's hey, that's that's what's rough. If you're at home, you can either change the channel if you're weak, or get up walk yeah. to the other room. But when you're sitting in the Rose Bowl, and you yeah. think you got a legitimate chance to win this game and move on to the to the last game of the year, yeah. All of a sudden, boom. We had some. We had some some mistakes, but. Hey, they're Georgia's really good. They're really good, man. Yeah, they're going to be good this year too. They uh, they got the number one. Believe it or not, the number one quarterback. Why do you track all that shit? The number one quarterback in the country. Uh, they got him, and he's in you know competition right now with the kid that took up the national title last year. He was only a freshman. Wow. So, uh, and they got a like the number one or two running back about a month ago, right? Is that right? Wendy's daughter is on the track team there. Oh, cool. So I'm in tune with the Bulldogs. Uh, I'm a hardball guy, but I got to have a little bit of George in me. <laughs> I, I was going to ask you, so, okay, here, wait, let me make this right. So you were a Spurrier guy. Then you became a hardball guy. <laughs> well, here's the deal. You'll remember correctly, we, Harbaugh came when I wrestled Steamboat in Chicago. You were there. Yeah. Yeah, um, at the Shy uh, Tower, whatever it's called, right? UIC Pavilion. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Harbaugh came with the Bears, and uh, what's the kid's name? Brad Muster, remember that wore, yeah. the, wore the he was like, one, he was uh, one of Meltzer's buddies, the, tail, the tailback or fullback, one of the Meltzer's guys, I think. Yeah, they, yeah, they all came together uh-huh. and uh, met Harbaugh that night, and then Harbaugh, of course, uh, played for the Bears. And uh, we stayed in touch just casually, and then uh, went out to the Forty ers And there was a kid on the team that was such a fan. I went and spoke to the Forty ers the night that they um, before they played Green Bay. This is three years ago now. Um, and Kevin Green was so mad if he didn't talk to me for a year because <laughs> Kevin was the linebacker coach with the pack. Right. So. Uh, yeah, it's in between rehab and everything else I've been through. <laughs> I, uh, the rehab, by the way, the rehab didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> as, as it does not work so many times and our, our uh, friends and family and others that has gone through it, it's a hell of a deal. Well, I, I love that game. I love the atmosphere going to a, a live game, a big game like that, going to the Rose Bowl in the Rose Bowl stadium is pretty damn cool. Nate, I'm telling you. Yeah, the oh, it's got to be. You're, you're sideline, of course, too, right? I wasn't in that game, but I, I, all the others. The At the end of the year, I, I was on the sideline of the Big 12 title game, but uh, on those those uh, four teams, the college football playoff, the uh, the NCAA takes that over like it's, they're, they're Nazis. Exactly, yeah, I've heard that, yeah. So it's uh, they want IDs, and, and which is fine, I get it. But uh, you know they want to see your you do a background check, and so it's, I had a I had a lady friend with me on that trip, so I I sat with her in the stands. But uh, yeah, so I, I but I it still was hard to watch because I thought we had a chance to win the game, and I love my team. Oh, you know, win or lose, it, it, you know. it, it could have gone either way. It was tremendous. Oh, was, yeah, it was I, I thought the best game of the year for college football. Um, I was at the championship game in a private box 
uh, in the end zone uh, in the Georgia organization, Chrysler, the new um, Mercedes-Benz over in Atlanta. Uh-huh. I left at halftime. We were up by 13 points. Took me 40 minutes to get home. I turned on the TV, and we were up by three. <laughs> and that quarterback came in, the, yeah. the reserve, who's in competition for the deal, with for the position, somewhere in Georgia with the Hearst kid, I guess. So, uh, yeah, I couldn't believe it that we gave it away. I don't know what the hell wrong. Well, you know, uh, we you got beat by a real good team too, man. Uh, Alabama's yeah. just they're they're NFL light. Uh, all those five star kids, and they're smart in how they get. You notice they get five star kids in the line and on defense yeah. more than yep. anything. And then because they don't have a, you mentioned earlier the recruiting five star quarterback. They have not made their their money on five star quarterbacks. They, no. they they win with no. all the things at Alabama. Yeah, you watch the game, right? What I couldn't figure out is every time they ran Chubb or the other kid to the outside, they made a few yards, but they kept running the ball at number 94. The kid on Alabama who shut them down every time they went up the middle. Yeah. Um, and, of course, I'm the offensive coordinator now going. (laughs) 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 Uh, Hey, uh, I'll change the subject here. Uh, okay. What are your thoughts? How, how well did you know Jim the Anvil? I knew Jim real well. God, we. Uh, I I I didn't. Uh, I wasn't with Jim a lot up in the WWE, but um, Jim was in the Florida territory back when I was NWA champion. I I don't think he got the WWE, which would have been with you or Pat at what in eighty five. No, you were still with us. Yep. Eighty five. So Pat must have been running it then, right? Yeah. And uh, I guess he teamed up with Brett right away. I uh, I just was texting with Brett. So then I watched the special Monday night, which kind of brought me up to speed and everything. But I I was out with Jim a lot. God, a good time. And I mean, I I hope the people understand what a hell of an athlete he was. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. World class shot footer. Damn near yeah. made the NFL as a D lineman. Yeah. So uh, you the shop up close to seventy feet, you know, the benchmark being, you know, if you, if you ever throw it over seventy feet, you're, you're like one of the few. You're not Randy Matson, but you're, right. you know, you're right up there in the top twenty of all time. I hadn't heard so, that. I hadn't heard that name in years, Randy Matson. Yeah, eighty-two it, feet, man. Yeah, God, he's a freak. Hey, uh, yep. Watts brought him in, Nightheart, Jimmy Nightheart, and to the Mid South. I'm thinking that he was probably there. When you would come through occasionally, when Cowboy would book you in there, uh, as best I remember, I think I suffered alcohol poisoning a couple of times. I may have lost some brain cells. It didn't do a lot of favors for my – I'm not blaming you now. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm a big boy. I, took the heat. I think my second marriage was somewhat destroyed by me enjoying being away from home more than I enjoyed being at home. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what's great, and I know you had a lot to do with that, the – I was the only NWA champion that, uh, to my knowledge, Bill ever used. I'm pretty sure. Uh, and uh, God, I had a hell of a time. The trips went by fast. We were sold out every night, and uh, a lot of fun. I got to hang around you and Duggan and Steve Williams. <laughs> it was Gordy. The Freebirds were there, rock and roll. I mean, you it guys had uh, good crew. Guys were just killing it with talent and selling out every night. Yeah, good crew, Midnight Express and Rock and Roll Express, where he yep. lit that thing on fire, and it had not been on fire thanks to a tag team. 
but what you what we had there were two of the best all time. Now I know Patterson and Stevens are amazing, and Murdoch and Rhodes are really really good, and Tully and Arn, and so many, so many. Uh, Rick Flair and Greg Valentine were a pretty good team too, among others. You had a lot of partners, but I thought that uh, Rock and Roll was the best pure babyface team I've ever I've ever seen to date, and yep. I thought that Cornets. Any version of the Midnight Express of Cornette uh, uh, putting the rudder in the water was pretty damn fantastic. Yep, they were. The uh, You know, it's funny because I, I see Jim at shows periodically, and I haven't seen Bobby in a while now, but it's funny how Condry just walked off one day and just said, that was it. I don't know what happened to Dennis, but Stan Lane did a good job coming in. You know, and, he was uh, one of your boys. Did he train Cornette. Stan? But I trained Stan, yep, yeah, I, I sure so. did. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, I was at the Hilton uh, misbehaving in Myrtle Beach, <laughs> and I ordered five Bloody Marys, and <laughs> upstairs, yeah, I wasn't working that night, I don't think. I might have been. Who knows? But um, there was a guy working room service that was Stanley, and he goes, oh, God, I want to be a wrestler. He was He was I, room I, service. He was working, he was working uh, room service at the Hilton Hotel. I'll be damned. At the bar in Myrtle Beach, back in the uh, 70s. I said, well, you know, um, <laughs> let me get this deal worked out here and <laughs> call me later on. I'll be here for the week. So, And then he came, and uh, I never got in the ring with him, but I got him free squats working out, and then I got him booked. And uh, it was him and Steve Muslin who just passed away a couple of days ago, Jim. Wow. Did you know that? Who? Steve Muslin, remember that name? Yeah, now that you mention it. Yeah, he just passed away. It's oh. funny. Uh, my uh, wife or Wendy got got a uh, email about two months ago, just generic, and say, "Would you call Steve Muslin?" And it's one of those things like I hadn't heard his name forever. Mm-hmm. And thank God I called. And uh, his wife said, "Yeah, he's dying, and he, he wants to say hi to you." Wow. And uh, this is like two months ago, and I talked geez, for an hour because I broke Steve in. And uh, he, of course, was in that car wreck. I don't know if you remember that, that left him paralyzed. Yeah. There he you was go. working in Atlanta at that time and uh, moved to Charlottesville. And uh, I was coming back uh, Saturday from Tampa, and she called me, and he passed away. Oh. So I ended Nyhart and. Nikolai, and, you know, it's kind of like the king, the people. G- Brian Lawler. Brian Christopher, yeah, Brian Lawler. Um, somebody else just, I mean, tried to take Brickhouse it. Brown. Like every day. Brickhouse, Big pardon? Brickhouse Brown. They, they, yeah, Brickhouse Brown, they, yeah. All, they, uh, I knew all these guys. He was one of the African-Americans that Watts brought in a, an endless string in hopes yeah. of finding the junkyard dogs replacement. And as we both know, sometimes imitations – just don't work at all. And yeah, it's it's tough to do. It's tough to, to tough to uh to pull that off. But um we we had Butch yeah. Reed, we had Butch Reed who was over. And all yep. I saw Bill so all you gotta do is turn him babyface and you got a more athletic yeah. and a younger uh top star. Because Butch is a little yeah. younger than than J Y D and certainly at that stage was a, in a lot better shape. You know, a dog yeah, and, dog would kinda let it go a little bit. Butch Reed was a hell of a worker at one time. Yeah. Well, he, um, he's... You know, I, I, I see Ron, and I check on him through Ron, but um, I don't know what happened with Butch. It's just, you know, one of those things that just... A guy just drifts away for the business, and 
you know, it's, he's still it's still alive and everything. But oh, you know, I was going to say, uh, I didn't mean to disregard Leon passing away oh, too. Yeah. I was trying yeah. to think of the other yeah. big name. Was, so, I think um, I I don't know what your take on this is. Mine is that Leon. I've never seen a, a more athletic big man, a big man meaning about 375 or 400 pounds, than Leon yeah. White. I just I never saw it. Now, I, and that's not taking anything away from Bam Bam Bigelow, and I don't consider mm. Don Leo Jonathan, who was an amazing freak of nature, but Don Leo was 300 pounds, six, seven, yeah. or, six, seven or eight, as you know. But I thought Leon yeah. was, was a piece of work, man. Yeah, he was. Well, he was the first round draft pick of the Rams. A three-time All-American, I think, at Colorado. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's a uh, Leon was fantastic. Um, it's funny we uh, I had to wrestle him a lot uh, at WCW when he came in, and uh, you know we we did business. You know, um, I I never once uh, thought I was ever once worried about uh, you know Leon hurt me. He was always safe. He looked like he was killing you, but he was. Except for the boxing of the years, he was okay. <laughs> yeah, I started to say, how the hell did he do that? You know, because he, yeah. he 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 was just a he was pleasantly snug, unless you're taking the snugness. But for a fan or a yeah. broadcaster, his stuff was fun to, to call, fun to watch. Yeah, I thought. And the match you guys had in, I think it was in, did you have that big match with him in Charlotte? Yeah, for the well, what happened was uh, it was supposed to be him and Sid, and Sid didn't. And, uh, and Iron had that dispute over in Germany. Mm. And, um, I don't know for sure what happened, but they, they, they sent them both home for a while. So being in Charlotte, of course, they said, what do you think? And I said, yeah, you'll retire. That was the start of my retirement. So <laughs> if I don't win, right. Yeah. So yeah, it was funny. You know, actually what, what the best part of it was my mom and dad had just moved. And they hadn't seen me wrestle oh, maybe three times in my life. They were there, and all my kids, and uh, me and Gene, we had the limo ride down, remember? Yeah, it was it great. Was, it was a big deal, it was, and it was Charlotte, so it was pretty cool. And uh, Leon, you know, Leon didn't want to, didn't want to do the deal, <laughs> so that was, you probably heard all that. It was oh, like, it was, it was about as legit as I've ever been in. <laughs> Harley goes holler at me, hit him back. <laughs> hey, you, okay. you know what Harley would have done, right? Harley, yeah, Harley was telling Harley. him to do what he would do. Knock the, the hell out of well, him. That's what, I, that's what I was telling somebody yesterday that interviewed me. I said, Harley Race walked in the locker room today at the age of 45. Everybody in the goddamn locker room would stand up and go, hello, Mr. Race. I mean, he commanded that kind of respect. <laughs> He's uh, I, I like yeah. the stories about him, and I seen it one time. Yeah. He walked into oh, a, God, a bar, and if he wanted to play pool, he would. He was going to be the next guy up. And if you even if there's oh, yeah. if there's quarters on the table, and you got three or four mm-hmm. guys waiting to play, sorry, he come on. Oh yeah, he throw the throw the money on the floor, and yep. And all I can tell those guys, watch out for the left because he will he will cold cock your yeah. ass. Yeah, no, he just, I would go to a country, he loved country bars, because they all had pool tables, right? Yep. Uh, well, a lot of bars back then, did, as they do now, but um, Fort Worth, you know, I did, he just, I said, you know, let's <laughs> let's go look for some women. What the hell? Let's do something different, but man, <laughs> he gets, he lights up that Marlboro, he walks over, <laughs> he's, 
fixed up a queue that could be 10 people or 20 or three. Didn't matter. He'd take the pool queue, knock the other quarters off, put one down, put a quarter down, take a drag on that marble, and say, I got the winner. <laughs> Hell, please. Hey, they don't. They, people say, I wish wrestling was like it used to be. This Wrestling like it used to be is not about, to me now, and I like yeah. your, I obviously want your take on it, but to me, it's all about the individuals. It's all about the it's like saying, well, why, why is the, why is the NFL getting kind of boring? Well, because they don't have any snake stablers. They don't have any Joe Mon, Joe, Joe Lawrence Taylors or Dick Buckus. Yeah. They're personalities that were bigger than life in real life. They didn't mm-hmm. play the role of a badass on the football field. They were a badass, And yeah. that's what I see with some of these, the, some of these kids I see today and not just in all these companies, some of them yep. are getting by, by playing what they perceive to be Nate, the role of a pro wrestler. Yep. That, yeah, that, I mean that's too. I mean it's a whole different world. I, like I just said, you know, it wouldn't be uh, the one thing, and you know, one of the reasons I asked you about uh, um, the this was going to air before SummerSlam is because I wanted to reinforce the people. Someone asked me the other day about Roman and Brock, and I said, well, um, you know, it's, it's up to the, the promotion. They've really done a great job of setting this up. And I thought Monday night was a great continuation. The one thing I didn't say was that one of the things that's cool about Roman, he's not afraid of Brock. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A lot of guys are. And they can tell you they're not all day long. But Roman, coming from his mom or his dad and his family, he wouldn't be allowed in the house if he was afraid of Brock. You know what I mean? Yep. So... You know, you and I know that and know what that means, but I don't. A lot of the fans, you know what I mean. Me, like when I had to wrestle Brock, I wanted to kill you for even me for listening to Vince book it. <laughs> <laughs> you were running the company then, remember? Uh, I, was, I, was I was doing some I was, supposed, I was supposed to be the co-owner. <laughs> Well, how'd that work yeah, out? For, how'd that work out for both of us? Yeah, <laughs> this is a funny thing. I, you would remember this. We laughed about it over the years, but uh, I did the promo on Panama City. You guys took over the company. You called me the next day and said, "What do you think about coming in?" I said, "Hell, I'm ready to go." Could be here to call me back for a year. <laughs> well, I could, I, if I was the final decision, I, but that was a lot of transition going on there. Then, quite frankly. You might have been better off not coming in right then with all the disarray dis, dis because you're still in no, conference. No, I was getting paid anyway. No, That's I what I'm saying. Yeah. I just said, uh, you know, I said, God damn, I'm excited. Jim Ross called me. Hell, I'm going right back. <laughs> I went home, and, and instead of going home, I went home, dropped my bags, and went to the country club and started drinking. God. I'd never had a year off. <laughs> <laughs> I, you probably, I, I thought really, quite frankly, you probably deserved it. And you're getting paid by uh, yeah. uh, by Time Warner and all that good sure. stuff. Yeah. And that's the same thing. We didn't. We couldn't hire. People said, "Well, that 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 uh, angle that uh, you know that uh, invasion angle sucked." Well, it did largely mm-hmm. suck. I'll admit yeah. that. But we didn't have all the pieces in place. We didn't have you know about the guys that came in with, with Booker T and that. You mean? Yeah, we didn't. We had yeah. the guys we got were decent. Good, were good guys. It's just that we yeah. didn't have the the featured guys that were or, or, or endlessly on top. Goldberg, Nash, Hall, Hogan. Uh, you know, there's yeah. a lot of guys that 
we didn't have access to because they were making giant money by doing nothing yeah. but walking out to their mailbox. Yeah. Yeah, I know it was like uh, like like Nash used to say to me, which pissed me off at the time. I've, I've learned to get over it. I'd say, Jesus Christ, is Hall ever going to come back to work? And Nash would say, well, he's getting half paid. And I said, he's still getting half a check. And he said, half, Nash would say, me, half of a lot's a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which was more than I was making on the whole. <laughs> yeah. So, we have a strange business, buddy. We have a strange business. But here's yeah, the deal. No kidding, we, Jesus. What, I, I started. What year did you start? I started in '74. What were you yours? Seventy what? Two, two. Yeah, seventy-two. And here we are. We're still. Yep. Uh, we're still clicking. Thank God. Yeah, man. Thank God. I'm so, hey, I want to tell you. I'm so proud of your daughter, because she's not only become. I, you know, I I said this to her. I saw her the other day someplace, and and I'd saying, look, she's the Hulk Hogan of the women's uh, division. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. and the suit says, well, no, they, they, everybody on the social media is an expert, of course. They they took yeah, they took right. her that that like I was insulting her. I said, are you shitting? Oh, I, I are you shitting me? That, but, yeah. Come on. Uh, yeah. Hey, look, uh, she's the the big blonde athletic. Yep. Uh, yep. She, there's nothing she can't do. She's more versatile than most of the men on the roster. And the last, this week on their Monday night and their Tuesday night show, Raw and SmackDown Live. They, they open both shows with the women. They have made a commitment yep. to these women. So she's in a, she is in a perfect place at the perfect time to, to do some serious business uh, from now until she decides she's going to do something else. Yeah. No, she is. It couldn't have worked, it couldn't have worked out better. And uh, the time that she had off, um, you know, she did the SBs uh, as a presenter and she did the in the magazine and, all this stuff, you know, I've been using technology, words that you and I never used. We're aware of that now, but it builds her brand outside of the business. And so I, I she probably will have a job there for life. But if she elects to do something else, you know, I'm just hoping, not to change the subject, but it's in the same time or same thought process, that when she's done doing everything and can go out and sign all these autographs, just say, Dad, let's go out and do them together. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm getting a rub, but hey, I want the, I want the Charlotte Flair rub. Are you kidding me? Hell yeah, man. <laughs> I, I'm. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I thought the booking, I was kind of enjoying the booking with Lynch, Becky Lynch, who I like, and uh, uh-huh. but then they made it the, uh, uh, the triple threat. And it just, all yeah. that does is give you, I, I'm not a big fan of the multi-person matches, Luckily, on this SummerSlam card, there's only one uh, multiple-person mm-hmm. match on the main show, which I think yep. is great. But uh, they'll tell a very compelling story because if the, if the announcers do what they – I'm sure they will, but it, there's nothing anybody probably wouldn't do to leave there as a winner and with a title. And you got to – Yeah, well, you know, in this case, too, because, you know, I feel pretty confident you'll say you'll agree with me with the, the way they have built Ronda. I mean, Jesus, which has been spectacular. Yep. I mean, I, I cannot give her enough credit. And Alexa, is, her promos have been on fire. But with that, you know, if I had just been Becky and Carmella alone, um, you know, I, I don't think there was enough steam to be in the same, in the same, um, to be looked at the same light mm-hmm. as it is between Alexis and, uh, 
and Ronda, but now with it being a three-way, they're on a level playing field. So, um, because they've made, they've the writers and the the producers have have made the last two weeks of the SmackDown with the girls uh, really interesting with the three of them. So, you know, uh, I they're on a level level playing field now, so that you know it's not just Ronda and, and Alexis. It's it, the SmackDown girls will be represented in something. The drama between Becky and Ashley, which, um, you know, is a great way to, to do it. And then Carmella is a good heel. And yeah, I, I'm just really happy for him. To, happy for her that she was able to come back and it worked out great. Yeah. So, and she looks great. I, she's happy. Uh, she looks great, Nate. She's happy. She's, yeah. she's, uh, you know, she's not too far out of that shadow that her daddy created. And I think oh, that's gosh. so, that's so and, wonderful Jim, to me. She's 10 times better than me. Uh, you know, if she get, she is, I, I mean, you said it, I, I'll say it all the time. I think she's the best athlete in the company. Um, yeah, I can't argue know, that. She's Ray, she's Ray Mysterio. Um, there's nothing AJ can do. There's, there's nothing anybody can do. The, when she does that twist with the moonsault, that thing she did mm-hmm. in Orlando two years ago, I mean, you know what it is? And if she's at that age, she's not afraid of anything. Does that make sense? Yeah. That that move she did with Oscar off the top rope. I mean, I never, I've never seen that, even in Japan. If you whatever that thing was called, um, remember when she climbed up and threw her over side? I can't even remember what it was, but um, um, yeah, I just I couldn't be more broader, obviously. But uh, my hats off to all the girls. I call, I call Sasha Steamboat because to <laughs> me, she and Ashley. And I'm using Ashley as a reference point here, but she and Ashley. Have as good a chemistry as me and Steve Moat. Wow. I don't think, I don't, they don't wrestle much anymore, but when they did, yeah. man, the guys had a hard time following that. You know what I mean? That's, uh, they, and, and that, Rick, that goes to a lot of the men. Because yeah. well, here's what I see. Let me tell you what I see on this thing. You tell me if I'm absolutely uh, Oklahoma Sooner dumb. I see the women adding more things to their playbook. I see them trying yep. new things. I see them being bold and getting out of their quote unquote comfort zone. Uh, and mm-hmm. I don't see, and I, there's some guys that will do that, but a lot of the guys are trying to protect their quote unquote spot. So mm-hmm. they're, not, they're not trying anything new. It's the same repetitions. There's duplicity in these matches sometimes, uh, which I think is a bad thing. Uh, so I think the women have seen this opportunity. They waited forever, literally forever to be recognized as great athletes and contributors, uh-huh. and now, by God, they're not going to be denied, and they keep trying new things. I, I admire that. Yeah, I, I do, too. And another big thing, which I I don't know why I'm stuck on this, but they're, they're not ducking clotheslines all night. My God. And I, I will say to these guys, you guys are world-class athletes. What, what is this duck to clothesline in transition? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yep. How many times, can you imagine... Someone ducking the clothesline when Stan when Stan Hansen was working only once for the Road Warriors. Holy <laughs> shit! There would there would have been a fight in the locker room before the main event. Oh yeah, hey I mean, the I match mean, the match <laughs> I want to see. I, I'm jonesing to see as a fan. Uh-huh. WrestleMania uh, next year, New York City or Brooklyn, wherever. Uh, I want to see Charlotte versus Rousey. Oh, I do too. God, would that be? And they can hold that. You know, from booking, because all these mm-hmm. damn pencils got erasers, 
And Bill Watts told me in 1974 that the most powerful weapon in wrestling was the eraser. I had no idea what he meant, but he meant that I thought it was some secret wrestling hold, like the sugar hold or some, some, some deal. And I said, what what is that? I was, we were riding down the road one day and he's over there booking stuff and I'm driving. I said, what is that, uh, that eraser hold? You know, what are you talking about? Well, you told me the the most powerful weapon in wrestling was the eraser. He said, what's on the end of this pencil kid? An eraser. There you go. Yeah. Answered your question. I'd love to see that. They can hold them off. They can hold them off. They could be. They could cross paths in a very combustible, competitive yeah. way at the Royal Rumble in January. That'll take mm-hmm. them right in to, uh, to 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 New York City and New Jersey. I'd love to see that match. And I tell you what, yeah. to say it couldn't headline WrestleMania, I say, don't count that out. I think. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, if they with this evolution thing, I mean, they just continue. Uh, you know, Hunter, Stephanie, and what, what I know that Hunter has made a huge commitment. Um, you know, from NXT on, but um, the commitment to the women, I, I, I if there was, if there's going to be a wrestle, if there's going to be women main event in WrestleMania, it's the perfect matchup. I mean, Absolutely. I mean, why not? I, take I, it? I would love to be part of that that conversation, but I'm sure that's uh, it penciled in somewhere if they're ever going to go that direction because that's, this is the ideal time. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I mentioned on a former show, on this show a week or two ago about what match at SummerSlam I thought should close the show. And I said, you know, on paper you would say, well, it's got to be Brock and Reigns. And I'm, uh, I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing that idea, Nate. I'm just saying that yeah. sometimes the audience, I don't know what the audience, how the audience is going to affect the match in that marketplace in the, and are they going to be, are they going to try to take over the match they, we know that a lot of them don't like Roman. I still, I got that figured out. I think half of us is trendy. This, they boo him for the sake of booing. And then a guy said, I just don't like him. Okay. But okay. So why don't you just like him? You never get a, a battled answer. You don't like Roman Reigns for what reason? But do you, do you, if you're the booker, were you going to close that match? Or are you going to close to something else? Um, I don't know. I think that they've made it so good right now that uh, it, it's got to be a world championship match. I think that they, if they're going to go with, uh, if it's going to be the guys, uh, it'll have to be them. Um, you you would book them over uh, the WWE title uh, between AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. Yeah, they don't, right. It, 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 there's just no comparison in the amount of steam. Okay, it's it's not the individual talent. It's just the steam on this one. The last two weeks with Brock not even being advertised and doing that, and Dangerously did a great job. I mean, Heyman did a great job in the setup, and uh, you know, I just uh, I don't. That's funny. I don't know the answer. Could I find out? Yeah, but I'm in this case. I'm actually looking forward to watching the show. Uh, a lot of times I'll watch Ashley's match or Charlotte's and I'll go back to the hotel and sit at the bar and watch it on TV, right, or on my phone. But since I don't go to the bar anymore, um, <clears throat> um, I just, <laughs> I'll probably stay and watch the whole thing. Yeah, but, why not? Um, uh, I like, yeah. uh, I like, uh, I like. And by the way, done. not going to the bar is rough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't, I didn't brought that up, but. 
I'm with you. <laughs> That's okay. Go ahead. No, I, I look, you're you're fighting a hell of a war here, man, and you're winning. And by uh, not drinking, it's helping you win the battle. Quite frankly. Oh, I know. Yeah, you know it's funny too. The doctor told me I could have a couple, but I said the problem with me is, doctor, as you probably figured out through all this, that <laughs> is that moderation. Is, I have to get a tattoo on my forehead. Yeah, moderation. That, you never moderated <laughs> anything. Matt, nothing. It was all. It was all balls out yeah. or nothing. Yeah, was, I know. You know, you know. Ashley has two homes, saves her money. She drives a um, a very economical car. She just everything that I wasn't. <laughs> but the only thing that she does that I did, and she does it better. She does the strut better, but she can't do the woo quite as good yet. But everything else, she. <laughs> She's taking charge of it. Brutal, man. Now, she's doing really well. I mean, I couldn't be happier for her. God, just, you know, and she's been through a lot. The thing was, you know, go back to Reed and all that. And mm-hmm. Jerry's, you know, um, Jer- the things that Jerry's going through now. But she has, she's survived and she's, you know, she is so dedicated and committed. Her workout ethic is next to none. Yeah. I heard. You know, I've heard she's a warrior in the, in the, in the gym on a oh re, on a regular God. basis. She flies her food in. She, you know, she found a company to fly in her food. So when she goes to events like this one, where she's gone for a week or WrestleMania, she has all her food sent in. She has two refrigerators delivered to her room, and she has all her food flown in. And you know how it's weighed and packaged and for protein and weight and content and. It's, you know, and, and she doesn't drink. What the hell? You know? Wow. So the, uh, so the, uh, acorn fell a little bit farther from the tree than one might expect. Exactly. Yeah. For the good. Yeah, for the good. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love her. Uh, I, I sent a, I tweeted a picture out the other day when she was in NXT, I believe. And with, yeah. with me and dusty. And yeah, the irony I, of that was dusty was wearing a Texas longhorn cap. And I was wearing an OU shirt, still representing, oh, our, yeah. having our ongoing pissing contest. The Dream's birthday was, I think, October the twelfth, uh, and my mar- my uh, <laughs> me and Jan got married on, on uh, October the twelfth, and the, wow. that's generally that weekend was when the OU Texas game was played. So we, I had so much fun with Dusty, and sometimes people thought we were actually mad at each other because it'd be F you and F you back, but and but it was all football talk. It was just. Drunk oh, red, yeah. it's, it's drunk redneck talk. I, yeah. I, I I miss him, but I he was uh, he knew early on that, and I said, "Dream, she seems to me like a, she's a natural. <laughs> she's she's just really amazing." He said, "She is a natural," and I don't think that th- that time, and I don't know who's who would be replacing her. She was the very best female that's ever been signed by the company. And now Ronda yeah, Rousey was like, well, what about Ronda? Well, Ronda is an attraction. Oh, Ronda, yeah, yeah, Ronda's great. God, yeah. yeah. So she's uh, uh, I'm just tickled to death about that. And I think it's going to be a hell of a show this week. So you're going to close the show if it's you with Brock <laughs> with Brock and Reigns, right? That's your that's your deal. And well, I, I'm not. I, if it's going to be if it's going to be the guys, I think it has to be. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually I watched uh, both shows in ent- entirety this week, and I think it. Uh, they got enough uh, steam on that thing. Um, 
especially with Brock coming back out again, you know, and uh, the thing with him, I, I, I don't think it's fair. They were working on Joe and uh, and AJ, and we'll have a very good match, I'm sure, but uh, they've only been working on that for, you know, a couple of weeks, whereas this thing is going to build it forever, and they creatively have put a lot of gas on the last couple of weeks. So, yeah, you know, and, and once again, you and I, who know you know, pretty much, and can find out. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't want to know. Don't know either. I don't even want to. I want to watch it. Like a, <laughs> I really do. I just want to watch the show and let it. I don't need spoilers. I don't. I don't have this. Yeah. I'm not uh, jonesing or going crazy because I don't have the inside dirt. I just want to yeah. watch the show and enjoy the damn thing because I think they booked a hell of a card from top to bottom, quite honestly. And I think it's going to be a hell of a show. Hey, uh, I want you to know. I love you, man. I'm, I'm so glad you're feeling better. Let's do this again Thank one of these you. days. Maybe we take our little show on the road sometime. Yeah, that, that's what I'm recommending. The people out there, hopefully, I'm going to plug uh, this on my uh, uh, social right after we get off the air. Beautiful. But uh, you can reach uh, Jim and I through uh, either through Jim or through my website or whatever. And uh, Q&As, guys, if you enjoyed this, we just touched the surface. Yeah, exactly. We didn't even go near Jim Hurd, <laughs> <laughs> which is our... Which is our favorite. Oh, God. Hey, I was, you, you passed through that. You mentioned Paul Heyman dangerously because that's what Paul was, Paulie dangerously. I remember coming to the booking committee and you, and we were all having issues. Heyman was a little disruptive and he was, you know, too big for his britches at times. Very bright guy, very talented, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. And so I got a DUI there in Atlanta and, and I lost my license for three months. So uh, I, I did two things. I got me a driver for three months, and Paul Dangerously, Paul Heyman, and yep. a par- and a partner for TV. And he was a, he was really a good heel commentator. He knew he understood yeah. psychology. And I remember you guys yeah. saying, somebody told me, I wasn't you. I said, well, you know, you just killed your career. I did. Oh yeah, he'll kill your career. And I said, well, I th- I didn't th- I don't think so. So bottom bottom line, it worked out pretty good for everybody, and I'm glad. It, we- I, I said that to you. No, you didn't say it. One of the guys in the meeting said, oh, it might have been, yeah, yeah, I don't know, yeah, I don't know yeah. it could have been a number of guys. It could have been Dusty yeah. or Oli, oh, I don't know. He'll kill your yeah, career, Jay. No, Paul's got the gift of gab, man. I never heard, I don't remember my commentary, but um, uh, he's done well. Yeah, um, good, good hand. Uh, yeah, he's a good hand. Um, oh, hell, the whole deal's worked out for everybody. I'm yep. happy, you know, I'm happy to see the guys making money. I'm happy to see them not driving 3,000 miles a week. They still drive quite a bit, don't misunderstand me, but not, you know, 1,500 miles a day. So, um, and I'm thankful. I'm going to see my daughter this weekend. Thankful for our friendship. And uh, just uh, thanks for having me on the show. Let's do it again. And reach out, man. All right, buddy. Jim Ross, Nature Boy. Yeah, let's do this somewhere down the road. And Rick's not drinking, but I will. So I'll well, let him. Rick, not there. Rick, Rick might have one cold in a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I get so much heat. Goddamn JR got Rick drinking again. That son of a bitch. <laughs> Somebody's going to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, buddy. I appreciate you. And, okay. uh, I'll, Take care. I'll, let's, Thank let's, you. Uh, let's stay in touch as we always do. Thanks, Jim. Okay, buddy. Bye bye. I really hope you've enjoyed uh, our show this week, uh, and I appreciate so many of you leaving us five-star reviews. Can you believe that we've got over 1,100 five-star reviews since we started? It's 
amazing. I'm so appreciative of that. Our team is appreciative of it. Raphael and producer Ted, even though he's a millennial, he's a Southern California guy, you know, we, we get along all right. Uh, but we, our team appreciates you guys very much. Uh, the Blind Singer, this is really cool. Listen to this. He sends this in. In the history of broadcasting, Jim Ross is the single greatest play-by-play announcer of all time in any sport. Okay, take it easy. As a 13-year-old blind child, I was captivated by his ability to paint pictures so real that it did not matter that I could not see the screen. It's humbling, man. I am a lifelong fan of the business today, mainly because of this man's incredible work. Thank you, sir, for changing my life. And thank you, Blind Singer, for changing mine. Swags 12 says, thanks for giving us lady marks <laughs> the respect we're waiting for. Hey, I, I, I'm like governor, former Governor Edwin Edwards of Louisiana. God never made a better creation than a woman. And uh, so thank you, Swags 12. Everybody should get respect. Our nation, our world is lacking in respect. I'm so pleased that the women now are finally getting an opportunity to be stars and earn major money in pro wrestling. And Swag says, you're a true gem to the wrestling community. Thank you, young lady. I appreciate that. Folks, remember to subscribe to our show at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or however you listen to your Slobberknocker audio. And uh, don't forget, that five-star rating is what we're looking for. We appreciate that. And I encourage you, as always, to check out the new Westwood One Podcast app. It's home to a stable, a plethora of podcasting superstars, including 83 Weeks with uh, Eric Bischoff and Connie. And, of course, Talk is Jericho, killing it every week, a couple times a week, by the way. Uh, By the way, the King and I will be not only doing our shows at the Zanies in Nashville this week and then Rosemont next week, we'll also going to be the hosts of the uh, cruise coming up this fall. And uh, I have been told from reputable sources that there are less than 100 cabins remaining. And I think that's just phenomenal. So let's make that happen. ChrisJerichoCruise.com uh, going to be huge. And remember, uh this is something I can't wait to see. I'm not going to call it. I'm just going to watch it like a fan, which I love doing. Uh, the Alpha Club versus the Bullet Club. Big time. I'm only going to see that in one place on Chris Jericho Cruise. ChrisJerichoCruise.com, folks. Also, my man, Carlos, keeping it 100 with Conan. Always a provocative show. I've always said this. Carlos, a.k.a. Conan, has got great natural gifts feel for the business. And generally, he's the smartest guy in the room. The Raven Effect, another smart dude. Scotty is uh, still kicking it. And I'm happy to support his efforts. Uh, So there's so many more podcasts at Westwood One. All you got to do is search Westwood One Podcast in the app and Google Play stores today. It's that simple. Next week on the program, uh, we'll talk more about SummerSlam and the, the, the fallout of NXT TakeOver SummerSlam, Raw, SmackDown, all that good stuff. But are also, uh, and you remember now, if you go to www.network.com slash JR, you will earn 
two free months on the WWE Network, which means you'll get to see SummerSlam free, Hell to Cell free, and the big event in Melbourne free. You get all those with your free two months. www.network.com slash JR, and we appreciate that. Next week here on the show, uh, I'm really excited about the Young Bucks, uh, the Jacksons, Matt and Nick are going to be joining me. I have a lot of respect for this team. They remind me of the Rock and Roll Express. They remind me of the Hardys. Uh, and that's high praise, by the way, folks. They're, they're really spectacular. So I'll talk to them next week here on the show, uh, all about All In, because they're such a huge part of that. And uh, I'm looking forward to chatting with those dudes. They've done a great job. So uh, until next week, I hope you enjoy SummerSlam this weekend. Remember, there's no better time to be a wrestling fan than now. Always count your blessings. Always do something nice for somebody that's not expecting it. And whatever you do, remember that our tomorrows are not guaranteed, folks. So from Nashville, Tennessee, I'm fixing to go have me some barbecue, some fried chicken, and a lip uh, So our good old JR Jim Ross saying thank you so much, folks, for joining us. Hope you enjoyed our Slobber Knocker audio today. Until next week, so long, everybody. The Westwood One Podcast Network, The Raven Effect. So what about this all-women's pay-per-view? There's a couple things I think are, are attributing, but like, I, I feel like they definitely took a huge hit with that Greatest Royal Rumble. I think it's great, but I don't think it should be anything interesting because it should just be par for the course. You know what I mean? The Raven Effect. Download and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and the Westwood One Podcast app. Free from the Westwood One Podcast Network. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.